my internet connection oh. is unstable. Oh, you're back. You're back. Say that again. Hello. 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 Are you back? Hello. Is that George or Ralph? Oh, she's Can you see me? Uh, you look like you're a cartoon. And welcome to What You're Now For with me, Georgia Elf, and me, Ella Bourne. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so, how has your week been? Yeah, really busy. Really mm-hmm. busy because I am working on the World Cup. Nice. So that on Sunday. So, yes, it's been all hands on deck at work. Yeah. And long hours they, they've sort of changed hours around so we've been working quite late into the evenings but the right. perk is that we get food bought for us so today we had nando's and i oh, i'm so happy to do that <laughs> nice that's a good perk i didn't realize how hungry i was until it was in front of me and honestly it's probably gone in about five seconds around the whole thing easy it was so good how how was your week yeah good um i feel like busy also um, just got back from netball. We won 29-15. Whoop, whoop. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Put him. What position do you play? I play wing attack and goal attack. So uh, I'm an attacker. Don't come at me. Did you score any nets? Is it nets? Hoops? Goals. 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 Yeah, no, I didn't go goal attack today. Um, but I did warm up. I did like do some shooting warm ups, and I was getting them in left, right, and centre. There was no way stopping me. Yeah, felt great. It could have been fifty. Do you know what it is. could have been? But we'll never know now, will we? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about this week? We have an array of things to talk about. I think we are going to start off talking about the winter blues and mental health in the winter. Um, and just let's not make it a taboo. Let's talk about it. Do you want to start yes. off? Great topic. I mean, we, we are coming into that, that Christmas period now, aren't we? And I, we've both said that we're busy. And I feel that part of that is probably because everybody wants to see everyone in the lead up to Christmas. And mm. also for me, there's birthdays left, right and centre. So everything gets a bit busy. Yeah. Um, it's cold and it gets dark. And yeah. I'm very much a summer person. Same. So, I'm gonna wind. be, yeah. I'm gonna be very honest. Me and winter do not mix well. I really struggle in the winter. I hate it. Um, yeah. When it gets dark, I just feel so like trapped in a, in the house. Like I can't. I I, I hate walking in the dark. It's yeah. scary. Like I don't know who's out there. So I hate yeah. it. So I try and stay inside. So so like, last winter was actually really awful for me because it was my first winter outside of uni. So you're not you're not living with your friends. You're not doing things together, going out, you're just stuck inside. And yeah. as well as that, my boyfriend was working away for like seven weeks straight. So I was literally um, like in living with in his, in his house, but without him. So it was really difficult. So this year I was like, I need a plan in place. I need to sort this out. So now I've got a schedule and I'm like, wow, winter's not all bad. I'm actually doing all right. Yeah, yeah I think I can relate to that massively. Having finished uni last year as well, mm. and it being the first winter out of uni, Last year was a very bad place for me this time mm. last year. Um, 
And I think, to be honest, we could probably do a whole podcast in itself about finishing uni. Yeah. That's maybe something to move down and, and do in future because I think that is a topic that isn't talked about enough. Especially um, with um, the sports side of things as well, because you're such a tight knit group and you go from seeing each other like five, six, maybe even seven times a week, like, and you're just constantly training or, or playing or you're on a call. Living together. Literally living together. Yeah, we live together. So, um, and then you go from that to to no contact or little contact. It's really bizarre. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave that, that bit to another mm. one and just talk about winter generally. Um, yeah. And yeah, like you said, I've tried to make sure I've got a few more things in place this, this yeah. year to make sure that I'm busy and occupied and starting a new job was perfect for me you started yeah. a new job recently as well didn't you yeah I did yeah but yeah no yeah. I agree I mean the way that I see it is I think it's really difficult when you're in the rut to be like subjective and take a step back and have a look at what the factors are um but the way that I see it is if you have a plant for the plant to grow it sounds really silly but for the plant to grow it has to have sunlight and water two essential things but if you then take that plant out of that situation you put it in a cold dark room how is that plant going to grow like you're the exact same if you give yourself a negative surrounding where you feel trapped and you're, you're not getting the right nutrients in, you're not got the right diet because you you know you're you're eating more because you're stuck inside and you're like oh I'll just have another one or whatever whatever it is you're not giving yourself the environment to actually flourish and, and be the best version of yourself so I think it's really really important to take that step back and have a look what are the factors that are really affecting my mental health and and trying to to fix them I mean it's not always an easy fix of course it's not if it was everyone would be happy as a days all the time but they're not yeah it's really difficult and on that sort of reflection front um about well it was in about back in about March I actually started and I was very anti like journaling I was like why would I want to do that I wouldn't it's not going to help me um but I decided that I was going to start I don't like call it a journal because it makes me feel weird about it um but I was going to start writing things so every evening when I go to bed I just write whatever I want to it could just be me writing a joke that I found funny that day Mm. or it could be me saying okay I've actually noticed that I've been feeling a bit rubbish today and why might that be and then I also have this app on my phone that every day sends me a question and Mm. sometimes it's just like general things like what's your favorite film and it reminds me to sort of think about that because mm. you don't always ask yourself those questions. But then on other days, it might be what made you feel really good today or who inspired you today? Or it's, it's something, you know, that yeah. digs a little bit. And that is something that I absolutely swear by now. And particularly going into this winter, I know that that's going to help me because every evening when I go to bed, it's just literally 10 minutes, sometimes less than that. Mm. And I can really check in on myself and see how I'm feeling and sort of pick up on those triggers so that I can do something about it. Yeah, that's so interesting. That's such a good idea, that app, just to give you that little prompt. Because sometimes it's just, even if it takes your mind off things for two minutes while you think about it, that's a relief during the day that you can just actually, your body relaxes. Like, that's such yeah, a good exactly. idea. Yeah, yeah, I love, um, I don't journal every day, but I like to have a notebook where if I if I want to kind of manifest things, I'm really into crystals and manifestation. So I really like notebooks for that, for that reason. Um, but while we're on the topic, I think one thing at the minute that is um, kind of affecting a lot of people's mental health is obviously the cost of living crisis. Um, uh, yeah. You know, there money shortage everywhere. Um, I'm struggling with it. I'm currently have no money and I'm 
panicked to the max so I feel very stressed um and a few triggers that I've noticed it not triggers a few effects of that that I've noticed in myself is my hair is starting to fall out a little bit where I'm so stressed and my jaw is really clenched all the time and I can feel it so I've got this gonna sound excuse my pronunciation but I've got a gua sha um it's like a Chinese um it comes from China uh like a like a it's like a method to kind of you put it against your your face and you kind of rub it against your cheeks, really stretch out like the relax the muscles really. And it really helps me just kind of relax my jaw. And and now I've got some some hair oils to try and rub into my hair. And it's whether those things are helping me, but just taking the time to try and give some self-care and try and, you know, look after myself properly is it's helping me because I'm thinking, okay, even if it's not working when I hope it is, then at least I'm taking the time to try and try and fix it. Um yeah, do you are you struggling with that at all? self-care is is very big isn't it and it's something that you sort of don't really think about but when you actually do it you notice the next day you wake up with that extra bit of energy Mm. um an extra bit of positivity um so yeah I like to sort of every now and then make sure that I have an evening where Mm. I just chill out and do whatever it is that I want to do and yeah I mean even before bed like if you do it before bed I feel like just laying down about to go sleep my shoulders feel relax I feel a bit more oh I'm gonna have a good night's sleep now rather than tossing and turning and all that malarkey um, that's good that's very good hmm. that's cool. very I feel like that was really um wholesome it was very wholesome kind of therapeutic as well yeah Is that's another thing talk about it your feelings yes. are valid everyone goes through it talk to people and- and people want to listen. They want to be there for you. Mm. It's not a case of, I, you know, I have been in that position where I, you know, as I've said this time last year, I didn't tell mm. anyone about that until way too late. Mm. And actually, if I'd have spoken about some of the things that were maybe niggling in my mind, they wouldn't have grown into bigger problems. Mm. And, you know, you you just take it one by one rather than 10 things at once yeah so definitely talk about them I think it's also really easy to shut off who your friends and family are so what I mean by that is if I had a problem my instant like thought would be go to my boyfriend go to Adam um Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think you know I'm gonna go to this person this person because I think oh he's he knows me best he's the only person who can help when actually I could go to any of my friends and I think it's also really easy to have a close-knit of friends and kind of forget to tell friends that maybe aren't in your inner circle because they also are your friend they still want to help you so even if you feel like you can't tell the closest ones you've still got that backup of people even if you feel like you don't it's really like you need to remember that you do you really do have loads of people around you that want to help even if it's a neighbor you never talk to like it's in their nature very much agree with that well said (laughs) i'm on one today you are nothing's getting through me I mean agony it's that candle behind you it's uh the fumes do you know what it smells delicious it's vanilla pumpkin and my brother got it for me for my birthday and I do you know what I think it's my favorite candle I love it that's a lovely present from your brother no he does some bizarre ones so let's not take that (laughs) he he always (laughs) keeps it really weird so this when I get when I get a nice one it's like oh my god what is going on so yeah I now I'm cherishing it gonna keep it forever (laughs) what what are the other hot topics in the news this week Borny I mean the Qatar and World Cup situation is very hot at the moment with the World (laughs) Cup taking place (laughs) 
is it is and it seems to be taking over my life at the minute with work but um it's also very interesting Mm -hmm. um because we never really knew in the lead up how it was going to go and what protests were going to happen and I mean Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's still things that are going to happen throughout the rest of the duration of the world cup um we're only on what day three or four now um but yeah it was a big thing about the one of armbands did you hear about that yeah so big up to uh, Alex Jones for wearing hers as a as a queer woman like she you wore it though twi- you said this twice to me now it's not Alex Jones it's Alex Scott oh that's what I mean then why didn't you Alex- it the first time I did and you ignored me <laughs> But Alex Jones, isn't that the Welsh, the Welsh woman that does, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, the one show. The one show. Yeah, I did the wrong tune, but it's the one show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is Alex Jones. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. No, Alex, Alex Scott. Yeah. Okay, well, big um, up to her. Yeah, massive big up to her. And the sad thing about it is she has had so much hate online. Has she really? That loads and loads I've only seen good things about that what have people been saying um a lot of disgusting things that I wow see I mean there has obviously been a lot of people that have been really positive about it Mm. um but there has also been a lot of people that have been exactly the opposite which is always expected and it was expected Mm. for the players um if Harry Kane had have worn it he would have got exactly the same um there was actually uh, Arsenal, this is completely separate to the World Cup, but Arsenal in, it was the end of October, they did a Rainbow Laces charity, mm. well, a charity game, it was a game, but it was to make awareness for Stonewall charity uh, and all the players wore Rainbow Laces and the amount of homophobic use that was targeted at the players for that was very high. Um, so it's always expected that when these things happen, I just I really it really baffles me I cannot get my head around it like for the life of me why does someone else's sexuality affects your life that much if you are not gay then it doesn't affect you you know you don't need to be hating someone else for their choice it it really baffles me I don't understand it live your own life do you know what I mean like it's none of your business what they identify as it really isn't so back off Particularly when they are in the limelight for something that they are skillful at. So, for mm. example, football, that is their skill. That is what they should be judged for. Yeah. You know, there might be a bit of personality involved in it because yeah. obviously if they're a terrible person, yeah. then things are going to be said mm. and they are going to be judged for that a little yeah. bit because they are in the limelight. But they are ultimately there to play football. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's same. That, that's their job. It's like me going into work and someone just giving me hate for well, probably being a legend. But do you know what I mean? Like, do you know? <laughs> no, but it's just that that's the. I get that their job is in the limelight and it is different. But it, they're going to work essentially. I get they're paid millions, but they're going to work and they're getting this kind of backlash for 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 what? Because they've worn rainbow laces to support. LGBTQ plus community and, and charities. I that's like what? It, I don't get it. I really don't. Have you also seen that um Qatar announced prior to the World Cup starting mm. that they weren't gonna be like anti-LGBT 
and you're allowed to wear rainbow colored things in the stadium oh. but whilst the games have been on loads of people have been reporting back that they're not let in if they have because a lot of people have been going purposely mm. with rainbow t-shirts on or rainbow hats on and they've been either told to take it off or not that they can't come in mm. it's funny you say that that leads nicely onto a video that i have um is that? which i'm going to quickly play and that is not the only troubling thing that they had to have known back then. Because let's take a moment to talk about Qatar's human rights situation. And I recognise every country has human rights issues, including this one. For more on that, see every other story this show has ever done. <laughs> but Qatar is in some ways next level. Women there have very limited rights. They need permission from their male guardians to marry, work in many government jobs and travel abroad until certain ages. Also, because sex outside of marriage is illegal, pregnant women have to present a marriage certificate to receive prenatal care, which I hesitate to even tell you about just in case the Supreme Court is watching this show tonight and getting any new ideas. As for the LGBT community, sexual conduct between men is criminalised and can result in seven years in prison. And FIFA was not unaware of this. Sepp Blatter even joked about it just days after Qatar was awarded the tournament because when he was asked what advice he would give to gay fans who might want to travel to Qatar, this was his fun response. Then uh, I would say then that they should refrain from any sexual activities. <laughs> you know, they say in comedy you can either punch up, punch down, or co-sign oppressive governments for a quick laugh while looking like the penguin went to Wharton. And we all know which option he just chose there. Get Sepp Blatter a Netflix special, it seems like he's ready. Now, Qatar has frequently repeated that everyone is welcome at this World Cup, including gay fans. But as this gay Qatari man, who was granted asylum in the US, citing the dangers he faced there, points out, even if that is the case for the next four weeks, it's a hell of a blind eye to turn. It's like having a, a household with children that are domestically abused, and now you're going to have a fancy dinner party. People can, can come in, they can bring their kids, their kids can jump on the table, and they can do everything that they want the children that live there are going to be in the basement quiet behaving and they can jump on the table like the other kids that visited because they will be punished in that household for doing it well now you know that the children there are abused so how are you showing up to our home exactly what do you think of that it's it's just ridiculous the fact that i mean we we said on our LGBT episode mm. that it's ridiculous that those are the the rules and laws in Qatar, but that's not going to change. But they did explicitly say that for this tournament, fans would be welcomed if they're part of the LGBT community. Mm. Um, mm. They've they've said so many things and they've gone back on so much. Like even I know it's completely unrelated, but even them allowing alcohol in the stadiums, mm. they said and they made that promise that in the stadium they would allow it. And they've gone back on that forty eight hours before the tournament started, mm-hmm. with Budweiser being the the main sponsor of the competition. Mm. Yeah, the, the thing that really hit home for me was the, the Qatari man who had um, moved to America um, and, and the analogy he gave. But yeah, I mean, it, I guess it's really difficult for, for gay people if you are in Qatar already and you've got people coming in. I know that they that gay people aren't really welcomed uh, outside coming in as well, but especially if, if that is where you live and you see those people coming in and you're thinking, well, I'm still really oppressed 
like you guys are okay because you go back to your company but I'm oppressed and what can I do yeah that's that's a very very good point Mm. um and it's it's also it's so sad to think about Mm. um it's so sad to think that those people can't be who they actually are they're not allowed to be no and there is no way out for them no even the the facts about um women's rights over there as well it's just it's just a lot and and I get part of it could be culture I, I get that but it's also difficult because these are the people's lives you know why should they be why should we be entitled to any more than them we're not we're all just human beings at the end of the day yeah and mm-hmm. it actually it's such a I know that we've we've said that a previous episode was an LGBT episode but this is very hot mm. sort of in the press at the minute and it's been added to by the shootings in Col- I think it was in Colorado yeah. yeah and it's just mm-hmm. so sad to think that people think it's okay I mean to walk into any bar and shoot people is absolutely ridiculous mm. but be- it being a hate crime and them going into a gay bar on purpose because they're the people that they are trying to target mm. uh it's just disgusting yeah I mean a lot of the time I mean I'm going to speak on the majority a lot of people who are who are part of the LGBT community they normally have a a a big time kind of accepting who they are and then to think you finally got to stage where actually you accept who you are your sexuality everything about yourself and then you're going expressing yourself in in this bar this club and then you're attacked for that you're killed for that and it's like where is the justice how is that fair it's just it's just yeah, yeah it's disgusting and I, I also think that stories like that have such a knock-on effect to mm-hmm. everyone who's part of that community like the sad thing is that that could have quite easily been me mm-hmm. you know I could have been gay bar. you could have been there with me because I know that you go to gay bars with your friends it's not necessarily just gay people that go to these places but it's just so sad to think that people are being killed just for being who they are when it has nothing to do with anyone else Mm. yeah that that is a quite a quite the thing that hits home when you think well I'm part of the same community I'm I'm similar to that person who has been attached for that reason so why wouldn't it be me next you know it's it's enough to put someone back in their shell when they've just express who they are so yeah it's it's very scary or even people who are in a position where they're questioning who they are Mm. it makes them like well hang on actually do I want to say that I'm part of that do you do I want to say that that is who I am because people hate on people that that do step out and say that so they go back in the box and aren't being who they are which is as I say always a sad thing yeah yeah I do agree right should we take a breather in out and should we move on or is there anything else you'd like to add to the subject I don't think so I think we've covered that really well we have yeah it's a lot to cover and I think we are professionals at speaking <laughs> do you know what? I think we are very wise and that everyone should listen to us maybe we should be I know we've said prime minister before but maybe we should be like world gods that's quite a status to achieve i'm not sure how we even go about about getting that title who do we say hey Um, we have five listeners on on our podcast (laughs) i'm joking we actually let's have quite a lot we've had 
I think up to 70 listens, uh, up to 80 listens, something along those lines. Right, we're really getting a bit famous now. I'm going to put my ego back in. Gosh, 70 <laughs> listens, oh, crikey, who would have thought, eh? Not me. Not me. I see ourselves as like the up-and-coming Ant and Dick. Yeah. We just need to perform, get ready to rumble, and I think we're basically there. Let's go, buddy, let's go, buddy. I am actually so keen for that. Okay, performance. I think we should do it. Mm. Oh, it's a Christmas special. We have some news for the listeners. You don't know what I'm going to say here. So, in yeah. a few weeks, you guys will get to see us two together in person. We're yeah, person. we will. We'll be together. We're meeting up. We are. We're, yeah. we're going to be in London. With our we friends. Yeah, that'll be fun. It'll be interesting to do it in the same room. Yeah, very bizarre. We may have some guests, might we, as well. Perhaps. Potentially. We haven't asked the guests, but we've had the idea. <laughs> so potentially. But I need some advice from the, the listeners. So um, maybe I'll do a poll as well and you can answer. So we will be going out on the town on a on a Friday evening for georgia ralph to celebrate the one and only georgia ralph being 24 how how old is that crikey it can never be me (laughs) um and she has a theme for this outing and that is gay icons so if you have any suggestions please could you let us know yeah i so i've got mine covered um nobody is so that's fine but um i think that I'm not putting anyone, I'm not judging anyone for their decisions on gay icons. Okay. Because I think it's actually a very broad, because it's whoever's your gay icon, mm. you know, even professional football players, sports players. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's, there's quite a variety. Yeah. I mean, my current thinking is Dorothy from Wizard of Oz, purely because the act- actress who plays her is Judy Garland and she was like she became well known for if you're gay you'd be like oh my Judy and that's like the the saying for it so she became like a when it was when it wasn't publicly okay as it were to be gay she was the she was a code name for it I think that's an excellent choice mm. excellent I think- choice I've heard a couple of people saying they're going to be Elton John yeah I've heard about Lady Gaga, See, that was my other option, Lady Gaga, but I know that a few people might do that. So, got to be iconic and not the yeah. same. Original. Yeah, yeah, original, that's the word, yeah. So, and maybe Judy Garland, yeah, quite like that. But then no, I have to I get like the, the sparkly red shoes. You can't do it about that. Just buy some red shoes and then spill glitter on them. Spill glitter, would I not carefully place the glitter on? <laughs> oh, look at that, there's glitter on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a casual Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Ooh, I have... have sorry, I have one quick question and it's oh, a debate. So you know in the last podcast we did the debate. Is it sock sock shoe shoe or sock shoe sock shoe? I have another debate. When okay. should you start celebrating Christmas? December first on No. Nope. Nope. Ah, ah. Incorrect. Yeah, when would you say? November 1st. As soon as Halloween's over, it's Christmas time, baby. 
and and maybe this is because my birthday is at the end of November, so I always think it has to be after that. But I just I can't do it. I I lose like oomph about Christmas if I start too early. Having said that, I did go to a Christmas market last night, so I'm talking rubbish. Well, there but you go. Therefore, your point is invalid, and I win. More a winter market than a Christmas market. Was there a Santa there? That- I don't think I saw Santa. Was there a reindeer I saw, in the I saw Christmas baubles. Then it's a Christmas market. Definitely a Christmas market. Because the thing mm, is, a lot of food. it's never too early to be in the in the mood for cheer. The more the merrier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you should be cheerful all year round. Oh, I am. But, you know me. Well, Christmas, like I don't know, I just get. What are you doing for Christmas this year? I think I'm at, um, hope hopefully future brother-in-laws, um, so my boyfriend's brother. We were there oh. last year, and yeah, oh my god, last year. So I'm a vegetarian, well, pescatarian, and I had this meatless turkey, and it was the moistest, most juicy thing in my life. It was so good. A bit of cranberry sauce straight in my gob. Christ, it was so good. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you what I had um, for my dessert. So I don't like Christmas pudding. Mm-mm. So I had, um, I think it was orange and, oh, what was it with? All right. I want to say cranberry, but it's not cranberry. Okay. Because that would be weird. Yeah. Oh, that's going to annoy me. It's I'll, I'll have to remember for next week. Okay. Or if it's it comes really to you, it's, you it's, drop it's, it it's a cake. It's really good. Orange and cranberry cake? It's not cranberry. It must, it's orange and... Okay, that's bizarre. Do you not have, like, cheese and crackers? Oh, yeah, I have them as well. What's your favourite cheese? Um... Probably a brie or camembert. Mm. Yeah, I love a good camembert. Can't beat it. Bit of honey in there as well. Gorgeous. But I bloody love a cranberry cheese. Oh, mm. oh my God, you can't beat it. Yeah. Cranberry uh, cheese, mango cheese. Yeah. I don't like mouldy cheese. You should no, be eating things like with blue cheese. spots on it. That's not right. Yeah. It's called yeah. mould for a reason. Any any food that has mould on, you throw out. So why do we eat cheese that's mouldy? And do you know what baffles me? Don't get it. I've got I've got two things that baffles me. So who so knowing that mould exists, who thinks oh that's on cheese? I'm going to scram that. Who in their right mind thinks that? And secondly, who the hell was the first person to drink milk from a cow's udder? Right? Who think this is going to sound a bit grotesque? But who thinks that cow has produced? some liquid out of a weird thingy i'm gonna drink that do you know what i mean yeah well i guess they see the baby cows drink it and then they think no, oh, you're not a baby a cow you're a human being yeah it is weird it is a really weird thing i don't get it you know i get why we drink it now but the first person to ever do that is not going to be okay are they but also on the cheese thing moldy cheese stinks oh like it smells so bad that like, mm. why do you put that in your body it's yeah. the, oh because it's, it's, it's like a mind over matter isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah it's not right oh. no but i do love milk i really like milk yeah you used to just go and get a glass of milk from the fridge didn't you and just have a sip on that i beat it you know when i was younger 
Um, so we used to live on a university campus. Mm. So I was always brought up around sort of students. That explains um, a lot about you. My mum said I was always destined to be a student, and now <laughs> that's that's past me. I don't I don't know what's left for me now. Um, I used to come back from school, pour a large glass of milk, and I used to neck it. And I always used to say, my, say to my dad that I was practicing for when I went to uni. That makes sense because you've got a phenomenal bowl. You can neck a good drink. So that been makes sense. Now. Been a while since I've tried that one now. Yeah. Wow. You're made yeah. for it. You're a milk gal. <laughs> What's next? Huh? What's next? Wimbledon. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good night. Heavy. Yes, we've got quite a lot of content, considering we thought we weren't going to have much to talk about. Um, Yeah, so there's a story that I saw this week in the news about Wimbledon and how they've now said, obviously before you all had to wear all white, they've now said that the female players can wear black undershorts Mm. to sort of boost their confidence and insecurities obviously because of periods and yeah yes so what are your thoughts on that I think that's fantastic news I think especially we both know from experience we play in whites a lot and playing cricket Mm -hmm. so when it is that time of the month it's a very difficult time to try and negotiate um especially in an all-male team because they often don't know so you've got to try and manage yourself um appropriately that sounds a bit bizarre sorry I was gonna say just on that point of obviously as playing cricket and whites and playing with men Mm. obviously also there's the situation of toilet facilities Mm. that they aren't always very good Mm -hmm. and that situation I know sometimes there's problems with that and you have to sort of think a bit before and prepare a bit before you go to games Mm -hmm. um but yeah I've played games that didn't they well there was one game they didn't have a toilet so I said well where do you want me to go to the bathroom then yeah because and they're like yeah. oh we've not thought about this because all the men just go and we in that field over there yeah and I was like yeah. well that's not ideal for me so I have to go to the pub up the road and go for a week and I know that I've spoken to friends other friends mm. that that same mm. situations happened for them as well yeah um it's obviously not not great is it and it is a very common thing for there not to be the appropriate appropriate bathroom facilities um I actually had a very um open and honest chat with my chairman about it at the start of the season um because with starting a ladies team we then got sent an email about on you can wear you don't have to wear white you can wear whatever you want um and on the back of that he then messaged me and said Ella can I ask ask you a question like is this is this a thing for you do you are you affected by it and I thought this is going to be a really awkward conversation to have I didn't want to have it but it needed needed to happen and I said to honestly people like we need to have a ladies only bathroom because we were sharing at this point and I was like and it, it's, uh, okay. it's not really on um if we're going to be the club that's saying we need more facilities we need to be doing that ourselves yeah um and I said yeah like it is horrible, horrible playing in whites it's it's not nice um especially during during that time um for example I'm going to bring it up because I think it needs to be said I play cricket with with my partner and my brother. So if I if it is that time for me, um, I often if I'm running between the wickets, I'll get them to have a look as I go past just to make sure I'm absolutely fine. So and I know it's yeah. it's, it's a bit much, but I'm very cool yeah. because it's if that were to happen, that would be 
it shouldn't really be embarrassing but it would be embarrassing because you're in white and it's highlighted but yeah yeah so it's quite difficult especially if you're a new player as well that's, I mean that's an aspect that can put you off that week for not wanting to play because you know it's coming up and you don't want to put yourself in a position to be embarrassed or to be humiliated yeah and also I think it plays on your mind whilst you're playing as well it's mm. certainly something that I'm conscious of on those weeks yeah. when I'm playing you know when you're out in the middle batting for example and you know you've been out mm. there for a while mm. yeah it is you do think about it um but yeah going back to the Wimbledon thing do you think that the fact that they're allowed to wear black undershorts is enough or do you think because they've still got a white skirt on top or do you think Um, I personally personally do think it's enough um just because if if the shorts are actually black that's the the issue that's kind of covered um and, and if the, the white's just kind of over the top, then I, I personally think that's okay. So I'd be more than happy with that. Because um, when I play cricket, I normally wear white undershorts. And if it's that time, I'll play, wear black. But because I know that actually it's just easier for me to wear black now because it, it stops anything from being see-through, I always wear black. Um, so yeah, I kind of change now. That's, that's quite a good point, actually. Mm. I think every girl, when they play cricket, wears undershorts, don't they? Mm-hmm. You have to because you get comments. Yeah 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 well and then I got I got a comment but I mean you couldn't see anything so I'd always test it so first of all, I'd get my mum's check <laughs> then I'd get I'd get my phone set up and I would it sounds a bit weird but I'd bend over in front of the camera to make sure that if I'm picking up the ball you cannot see anything uh, but even still yeah get it and I thought you know what I'm gonna wear black undershorts so there's absolutely zero chance of anything happening like I thought it's not worth it mm. yeah yeah, and then there's also not only Wimbledon, they obviously, as we've talked about, but also there's been some football teams that for, because they match the, the kit up to the men's kit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, Arsenal, I think they wear white shorts. And there's another team as well, maybe Manchester United. And they've they've gone back on it and said that actually they're going to allow their female players to wear different coloured shorts yeah. that aren't yeah. white anymore, which I think is actually a real the excellent step because it closes those barriers to people want like people will stop playing sport and it mm-hmm. sounds silly mm-hmm. to say that people stop playing sport because of that issue but they will young girls will mm-hmm. because they'll feel embarrassed by, by it yeah. so I think that's a really good step from from those sports clubs yeah I think it's really really uh progressive actually I think we're definitely going in the right in the right way because they're appreciating that female sports players have different um issues to men and I think that's a really really good step to actually not first acknowledge it and then actually do something about it take action so yeah I think it's really good very happy 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 days me too god that candle smells amazing I just got a good whiff (laughs) (laughs) can I ask you a question oh yes okay you had to make a sandwich what's your sandwich of choice Oh my gosh, you've put me on the spot there. Um, if I was to make a sandwich, what can it be like a really flamboyant sandwich or it's just like a sandwich. standard? Oh, okay. What um, sandwich do you like? Well, I'm gonna go for what I made. So when I was in year seven and did food, the first week, the first week they asked us to make a sandwich, um, um, which sounds so stupid, but you could make it whatever you wanted. So I did like a meat, um, Subway-inspired like meatball mariana kind of thing. 
Nice. And then one nice. boy, one boy literally just bought pre-grated cheese in and he was like, yeah, I'm done after two minutes. He didn't quite get. This was the <laughs> same boy who went on. Actually, this is a good story. This is the same boy. So we went on to do GCSE food. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about cereals as in like rye and barley and wheat. And I can't think of any others, but that sort of thing. Um, And we've been talking about it for weeks. And then we had to do a questionnaire. And based on a questionnaire was the food that we were going to cook at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, So this boy, so everyone wrote their questionnaires. This boy's questionnaire said, what's your favourite cereal? Cocoa Pops, Corn Flakes. (laughs) Cheerios. and I was like but he has not got it but everyone filled like the rest of the class filled out his questionnaire and didn't tell him that he got it wrong until he took it to the teacher and I was included in that I laughed and was like he's got this completely wrong and then just didn't say anything but he is now a chef this boy is now a chef um is he a good chef I uh, don't know I've not tasted his food I think, I think our mission should be or at least your mission because you're in the area is he a good chef? Yeah. Go to his restaurant or pub or whatever. I might have to, I might have to find out where he works. Because it could just be given penalty to everyone. It honestly baffles me because we like I he used to make me laugh every single week with what he produced. But I mean I've seen pictures of his food and it looks good. So he's okay. obviously had some proper training and worked hard at it. Yeah. So like hats off to him. But he makes a steak but, it, seasons it with some rice krispies. <laughs> Oh, we had some Cheerios going nice with that pasta. What would your sandwich of choice be? I would keep it really simple. Um, and let's just go cheese and pickle. Gorgeous. Love a cheese and pickle sandwich. You're so boring. Nice. You can't have anything. Elite. Your sandwich. I bet you will be with like bread it has to be simple but if you're going like a, a baguette or like a bun then you can go that bread uh well I would have put my meatballs in a baguette okay yeah okay. crusty cob um also oh, that's actually a good point and I thought about this walking down the street the other day so okay. what do you call a bread roll do you call it a bread roll yeah a roll. I can't remember what you call it yeah. a roll or a bun or a bun, okay. Because I am in London now, and I picked a sandwich up the other day, and it was called a bap, and I was like, what is that? Yeah, no. A bap is only a bap yeah. it's got bacon in it. Yeah, I didn't have bacon in. Then it's, it's called a bap. But I use the word cob. I'm a cob girl. What's a cob? Like corn on the cob? No, it's like a bread roll, a cob. I mean, it's not. It's a corn on the cob. A cob is a bread roll. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know if that's a north. So because I'm from the Midlands, I don't know if I'm slightly southern and slightly northern with it and take the cob because I would call it either a cob or a bread roll, depending on what context it was used in. Okay, I feel like bread rolls southern and cobs Mm. northern. Would you always call it a bread roll or can you just call it a roll? Bread roll has to be bread roll. Surely if it's a roll, you know it's a bread roll. It's not going to be like a chicken roll or like a rice roll. But I would only say bread roll if it was with maybe, you know how you get 
a bread roll. <laughs> it feels weird saying it now. With like a soup, if you go for a nice dinner. Right, yeah. So that to me is a bread roll. But if I was having like ham in it, it would be a cob. Okay. If I was, if I was taking one to work mm-hmm. for lunch, it would be a cob. Okay. Ham cob. Right. But it would, yeah, I'd never just say roll. I'd say have a bread roll with your soup. Or... Okay. That's that's interesting. And you just always say, always say roll. Yeah, a roll or a bun. Yeah. Or a bun. No, I don't say bun. Like a burger bun. It's a bun. Yeah, that's different. That's different. Again, I would say bun for a burger. Wait, would I? Yeah. So you can talk I bread roll. Do you, do you mean like ciabatta and baguette? No. If it, if it was a ciabatta or a baguette, I'd call it a ciabatta or baguette. So what do you mean by a bread roll? A bread roll, you know, the rolls that you get with your soup, where they have normally have like sesame seeds on the top. Yeah, but that, that's a bread roll. But if you cut that in half, that's a bun. Yeah, but I, if I was having it with soup, I wouldn't. I'd just rip bits off and dip it in my soup. I don't think I'd have that with soup. I think I'd have some slightly different. But that's that's bread. what they give you if you go to a nice yeah. restaurant. Clear not, clear not been anywhere nice. But I would still cut that in half. Do you? Yeah. But then true, that that's but if I if I then cut it in half, I wouldn't call it a bun or a roll, I'd call it bread. Because you butter it so it's bread and butter. I feel like uh, we're going way off tangent here. Yeah, it's we are. Chatting rubbish now. Yeah. <laughs> we could do it hours. <laughs> Classic. Classic as chatting rubbish. Sure. That's the only that's the only reason we've got a podcast. Mm, true. Surprise people listen. Is it advice time? It is advice time. What a lovely way to round up. Mm. I'm going to, and we're going to do a full circle here. Okay. And say that my piece of advice for this week is to write things down, just spend a minute or two. And it, to be fair, it doesn't even have to be every day. But also with the and the idea of it sending you a question every day if you've got nothing to write it gives you that one thing to write down so can you say what the app is called it's called question diary i'm pretty sure yeah see and it sends me a notification every day at nine o'clock oh let's have a look at today's question what did you appreciate most today Ooh, what did you appreciate most today I think for me, my boss bought me Nando's for lunch. Nice. So that's that's me sold. Mm. I would say I appreciated um, going out and getting some fresh air, playing a bit of sport, feel good because of it. Excellent. Good one. My piece of advice to round up would be um, try to appreciate the finer things in life. This is going to be really cliche, but listen to the birds singing. If there's a crack of blue sky, love it. If if you walk along thinking it's cold, think, well, at least I can go home and have a roof over my head because some people can't. So let's appreciate what we have. Yeah. Wow. Mm, so deep. Look at wholesome week this week. Yeah. And have a holly jolly Christmas. Yes. The best time. Oh, it's too early for that. 
No, but I like not. I like that you're finishing with a song to keep Thank tradition you. up. So I'll let now. it go for now. Yeah. Okay, let's say our goodbyes. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> that felt like musical really... theatre. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my Bye, friend. My friend. You have been the one. You have been the one for me. There we go. So good. Bye. Love ya. Bye.